So Enrique, welcome to Educate the Globe podcast, the first episode. Can you tell us about yourself? Yes, of course. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for the invitation. I'm very happy to be here with you. And uh, well, I'm a, my name is Enrique Zuniga. I'm from Mexico. I'm a basketball coach right now. I, I mean, I got the, the blessing of playing basketball my whole life. Basically, I started playing basketball since I was eight years old. My first coach was my father, actually. He used to play professional basketball here in Mexico as well. And uh, well, so so I played basketball my whole basically my whole life. You know, I went through uh, since I was a little kid from the junior teams, and I was very blessed to start my professional career. The year uh, 15 years old, I was very young. I, I'm actually the youngest guy to start playing professional in Mexico. You know, he's right right now so far. And then I also had a chance to play college ball in the states, play at Grand Canyon University and Arizona Western College first, and. Um, from there, I move. I move on and start playing with the national team. I got a, a very long career with with on the national team. I was very blessed to, to represent my country for uh, eighteen years. You know, so it's been a long career. Now I be, I became a coach. After that, when I retired, I became a coach. And also, also I've been a coach for the national, the junior national team. I started coaching the junior team, and I mean, we did very well. I got lucky that I got very good results. We ended up winning the Central American tournament that Mexico has never won it before, so we won it for the first time. So that's, that's fantastic, that's Enrique. That's, that's fantastic. Yes, yeah, so you are a current coach for um, National Team of Mexico, the UAT. Yes, yes. I and, I also, was, and I, also, I, I also was assistant coach of the senior national team. The, oh, okay. I've been the assistant coach for three times, so. Yeah, I see. <laughs> okay, yeah, definitely. So um, you have a lot of experience in basketball then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, tell me about your experience um, when you were playing as a um, national team player in Mexico. Well, it was, it, was, it was great for me because, first of all, I was the, that team, the team where I started playing, it was a team full of um, national team players, you know, and, and they were players that I, I used to look up to, you know, they, they were like my idol. So I, one of them was my idol, was my, you know, I want to be like him. So I was very young because they were, my father used to play basketball, like I told you, and uh, I, I used to go watch the games. I mean, I couldn't, it was, it was very fast. And I remember I would say, I remember last time, last time I was, I was watching the game in the stands last year. And this year I'm here on the bench with these guys. It was, I remember that, that feeling was something incredible for me to be around with those guys, being able to practice, to touch them, to play against them. And, uh, and that made me grow a lot. You know, it, I, I grew very fast, uh, back, basketball speaking. So at that time, even though I wasn't a professional team, I wasn't getting paid because my dream was to go to the States to play college basketball, you know? So even though I wasn't a professional team, I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting the money. But I was winning more than money, you know, something more important than money was my experience as a basketball player. And, uh, and I also accomplished my dream when uh, I played for the national team. Like the next year, we went to a, to a tournament in Denver, Colorado. And that's where I met my coach, my Yugo coach, uh, Dave Babcock, who is right now, is, uh, he works for the Milwaukee Bucks. And he saw me playing. Only one game that I played because I was too young. And he saw me playing. He invited me to go to Arizona Western, so I decided to go there. Wow. It was really for me. Wow, that's amazing, Enrique. Really, I really admire those experience. Actually, I mean, you know, getting picked by um, a coach working the Bucks. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's incredible. 
Yeah. So Enrique, you're currently a coach for um, the junior national team. So um, can you tell us um, your experience there, like anything you learn over the time? What is your coaching philosophy? And um, do you care about the win or lose rate or do you care about personal development as the coach? Well, that's a very good question because when I started a process with these kids, they were only 13, 14, even they, I had a 12-year-old. So at that time, I didn't care about winning or losing. You know, it was the, it was the formation. So it's, it's like, first of all, we didn't play in his own. You know, I, I took this own away from them. I eliminated the positions. So what we did is like, I didn't have a point guard. I have a, a center. I have a forward. I had a shooter. What, what we did, like, we tried to make uh, hybrid players, you know, like um, they play all the positions. So we started working in their skills, develop their skills, like dribbling, uh, passing, shooting, running, conditioning, and all that. So we started like working with everything, with everybody the same way, you know. So I, we had a little, the little guy posting up. We had a big man bring the ball down. So we tried to make players uh, that, that they could play more than, a, more than one position, two, three positions. So in that process, if you do that, you're going to end up losing. First, at the, first, at the beginning, you know, because you're going to change their game. You're going you're gonna to put them in different situation. And it's, 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 it's tough. It's, gonna, it's tough for them. But once they realize and once they, they start getting better, the winning comes. You know, the, the winning part comes. And that's what happened. Uh, I remember the first year we started losing almost all the games. And, uh, and we, didn't, we didn't care. Actually, we didn't, we didn't care about that. I told, the, I told the kids, don't worry about it. Don't worry about the score. Just keep playing. Keep working. And so basically we ended up, we were like a little academy in Mexico and we ended up being the, the base of the national team when we, because they, they were the best players in Mexico, basically, you know, coming out of the academy. So wow. when the, first, the, first, the first time that I came, the, the first time that we, we went to an international tournament, it was 10 players out of the 12 from that academy. And, uh, and not because they were my players, I took them. I told them when we were in the training camp, I told them, hey, Everybody has to win. Everybody has to earn his, his spot. I'm not going to give it to anybody. I don't care if you're my player. We have to win the spot. And they competed very well. But I mean, I had a, what we did is we, we recruited tall kids. So basically, what I ended up, we ended up having like, a, I think the national team, the U17, the, the 17 and other national team was, the height uh, average was, if, I run, if I'm not wrong, it was 6'7, six, 6'6. Seven, six, six. So I had I had a six five point guard, six six point guard, you know. So it was that made a big difference. So my philosophy is to to do that, you know. And right right now, when they older, they nineteen twenty. Now they play they play their, their natural positions. But right now, but they play they can do a lot of things on the court. So that's that's my philosophy. One run the floor, spread the floor, uh, read the read the game, make decisions. So basically, we do we don't we we rarely make run place we don't really run place we just open the floor and, and use their, the skills of the players I see that's amazing Enrique so basically from personal development at a young age to um, playing natural positions older and that actually gives um, the players a good development right yes yeah definitely I think development player is they have four, four stages you know you gotta work first in the develop their skills and then uh you gotta work on a how is it called? Let me see how you call it in, in, in English. First of all, is skill development, 
and then like the, the, the individual tactical, you know, like how am I going to use my skills against one player? Once you do that, the one day develop that, then you're going to go to the to read the game. You know how, how you're going to teach him how to read the game, and after that, make decisions. So that's I think that's the process: skill development, personal uh, tactical. You know how am I going to use my mm-hmm. skills? And then from mm-hmm. there, you gotta uh, read the game, and then you gotta teach them. After that, you're gonna teach them how to make decisions. When you do that, when you complete those four points, they, they, they're good players. They become good players. And then if you got something like this physical superior, that's when you get a great player. I see. All that. Let's look at on the wrong James. All, all of the, they they have all those. They got all that, but uh, so that's the difference. I see. Yeah, definitely, Enrique. So, um. What is the three things that you think a good basketball player must have in order to play for a national or a higher level? Like, would that be skills development or would that be like listening to the coach? Like, what is your opinion on this? Well, basically, they can. First, we, we got to go to the personal thing. You know, I think the first thing is they have, they need to have the discipline. The discipline and the will and they're willing to do what the coach asks to do. You know, they have, they got to be disciplined on and off the court. That, that's the main, that's the main thing. And then from there, then you could you go to the player to the player part. He has to have the skill development very well, the skills and read the game and make decisions. Don't be afraid to take this, to make decisions. Yeah, well, we gotta start for the personal part first. You know? They gotta be disciplined. They gotta be willing to listen to the coach. They gotta be with discipline, like on and off the court all the time. And then from there, you got the player part. Skill development is important. They gotta develop their skills, not only in offense. Uh, but but defense as well, and and they gotta be willing to make decisions during the game. Don't be afraid to make decisions, you know, because that's what holds back a lot of players. Uh, they they got the skills, they read the game, but they don't make decisions, and they that's what they they don't they don't get to where they want to get because they are afraid of that. You know, so as a coaches, we have to be willing to to take the those mistakes. You know, so we and we gotta encourage the players to make decisions. If you make a mistake, don't worry about it. Keep playing. I think those are the things that that, that we we seek for players. I see. Got it. That's great experience. Yeah. So, um, Enrique, is there any remarkable players that you've seen that you think by sharing their experience or um, their performance will inspire others to do better? For example, starting with the discipline side of it. Like, is there any remarkable experience or things to see from players in your team? Well, yeah. I mean. There's something that uh, you're talking about my players, right? That, that I live with my players? Yeah, anyone actually. Anyone you um, coached before or anyone that you think is inspirational, you can talk about them. Anything? Well, inspiration, I think some guy that I always mention to my players is uh, Manu Ginobili. You know, we, uh, I, had a, I had a very opportunity, the opportunity to play against him. I'm, I played with him in Mexican Argentina, he played with Argentina. It, it was amazing how this guy... You, like this, how much did it grow during the years? Like that every year you see something different from him. You see him different. Every year you see how how much he 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 used to grow. Like every year, and I, and I told the kids. I mean, I I even though I had a little a little time to talk to him, but I had more more time watching him. And his discipline. He's willing to become the best player. And I, and I right now for me, he's the best Latin player ever to play the NBA. So. I mean the way he the way he he prepared himself to become the best. It was just amazing. It was crazy, no? you know. So, but I as I mentioned my kids about it. I read about Ginobili, uh, search about Ginobili, uh, his life, how he lived his life, his basketball life, 
and, and that, that's what you guys got to do. I mean, he's a Latin player that basically went to the NBA and became a Hall of Famer. So if he, if he did it, he did all that, I mean, anybody could do it, you know, just, but you got to be willing to, to sacrifice everything that he did, that he sacrificed. In one of my players, one of my players, like a, like an example, that would be uh, my little point guard, Gilberto Berrones. He's the shortest kid on the on the team, but he had he has such a big heart to play and to prove that uh, I remember when I told him that I was for the when, before we go to the Central American tournament, I told him I was gonna cut him. And hey, I think I don't think you're gonna make the team. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think you're gonna make the team because you're too short. And my players did. I mean, everybody's six five, six six, and you're only five nine. So I don't think you're gonna make the team. And I remember that time when I told him that he's like, "Okay, we'll see." From that from that day on, I used to I used to look at my assistant coach and tell, "Hey, just tell me how am I gonna cut him? Look what he's doing." He was all over the floor. He was making all the shots. He was making everybody better. He became a great player, you know. And and right now he's he's still playing college kid in Mexico, and he's doing incredible things, you know? So that's what I told him. He took the challenge. Some of the, some of the kids, if you tell them that, they're going to be like, okay, so I'm not going to make it. But this guy, you know, he went against me and he, he proved to me. And he ended up going to the team and he actually ended up playing very well in the championship game, you know? So I was like, man, I'm so glad that I brought it. <laughs> I see. That's, a, that's amazing. I mean, seeing a player, you know, like, not doubting himself and actually make it to another level. That's, you know, what we really want. Right. So yeah. Um, since we're educate the globe um, for the education aspect of basketball, do you think that learning basketball and physical education in general is an important aspect of education? It's very important, especially in the schools. We have, we, we have to have physical education. We got a little issue here in Mexico right now because uh, the education this is like to take away hours of physical education in uh, in, in uh, students. I don't think that's a good idea. You know, I think that's 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 wrong because even if you are a good student and you get like a genius, you know, and you become a very great person in your career, you you're very successful being a businessman. If you're not healthy, you're not going to be able to accomplish a lot of things. You know, and also if you as a worker, if you I mean, if you own a company, then you hire somebody who is not healthy and he doesn't have a, like an active life. He doesn't do sports. He's, an, he's not an active person. He's a, set, uh, a person that is always like uh, sitting on the chair. He doesn't do exercise. It's most likely, it's most likely that that person is going to get sick more often than a person that does, do, that does exercise, you know? So I think it's very important for a company, it's very important for schools, sorry, to have a physical education because you're not not only you working as a school you're not you're not working only on on their minds on the on preparing the careers and everything but you're also working on having healthy people in the future i think that's we need that a lot i see yeah definitely so um except from being healthy um keeping you fit what other um things or characteristics do you think um physical education will teach the children well they teach them about competition you know, uh, they teaching about uh, you know getting around with 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 others and uh, just getting getting around people. Basically, you know, they, they they teach you how to how to help how to help others because basically, basically physical education is a lot of a lot of games and and trying to trying to make these kids 
to exercise through games. You can do that, you know. And most of those games, they got they they need to have teams. They need to have partners. So they it teach you a lot of a lot of values, you know, like a competition. They do not never give up. They teach you like to uh, how to go, how to be a team player, how to get have your teammate make it better. Strong mind, you know. That's also what I what I told. I mean, if you see if you check if you hire two person, you got two person for one position, and then you see that the two of them academically they're almost the same. But one of them play, I mean, not even professional, but competitive sports. I think they could, you're going to pick that guy because he knows how to handle a situation under pressure, you know, more, 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 more than the person that has never been around sports. So I think that's another value that they teach you how to, how to handle the pressure also. So physical education, I think, is very important because they teach you, they, they teach you how to be competitive. I see. Yeah. So you think that um, physical education can also teach kids how to be smart and act smart in life yeah, I mean, than just basic yeah. education in school? No, definitely. Definitely. Because they, they got their mind is clear. You know, they got their mind, the clear mind. They have uh, they, they, they need to make decisions quick, you know, all the time. Also, you play sports, you got to be able to make quick decisions. So, so I think that going, the physical education is the thing that is going to drive you to play sports. You know, if you do a lot of physical education, you're going to end up playing one sport. You're going to end up liking one sport, any sport, and then you can play it. And then once you're in sports, uh, you got to be able to make decisions quick. Like most of the sports, you have to do that. Uh, even if it's, I don't know, tennis, basketball, golf, you got to make decisions. And so, and you got to make those decisions under pressure most of the time. So I think it's, it's a very important part of uh, and, uh, in any kid's development. I see. So, um, Physical education is a big part of um, like helping the youth to develop themselves as um, to becoming a better person. Is that correct? Definitely. Yes, definitely. I see. That is something that we need to have all the time around the kids. Mm-hmm. I see. So, um, Enrique, um, is there anything that you think we should do to improve the um, hours and um, maybe the experience kids are getting? Um, let's just say in Mexico, or if you want, you can talk about the global aspects. But like, what can we do to improve that situation? That Education is provided. I'm not very familiar in, uh, about around the most of the countries in the world. You know how they do it, but uh, but uh, in Mexico, mm-hmm. this is a big issue. This is a big issue about it. You know, some of the kids, the teachers, the the schools, they don't they try to cut hours, like I told you, and that's a big issue. So right now, what they're doing, I I, I know there's a movement right now in Mexico trying to avoid that. They've been going to the government. They've been going to the to the president of the, of the of the country, and uh, there's a big more movement going on right now, and uh, because they're trying to at least not if, if they don't if they don't they don't they don't want to, not not to cut the hours, you know they want to get more hours of physical education during the week because I think right now is the obligation is only like three or four hours mm-hmm. a week, but so they're trying to do what they're trying to do they're trying to, because I remember when I was little, I used to have my hour of physical education every. Yeah, every day, you know. But right now, because all the kids they are on the cell phone right now, they 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 rather be sitting on the couch playing playing games, video games. That that's gonna that's killing us right now. You know, that's 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 what we have in Mexico. Is the is the first team with uh, overweight. We're number one in the world right now with that problem. You know, sedentarism and uh, and over and, and, and people with uh, not healthy. You know, so we we're dealing with that problem a lot. So. And right now, there's a there's a big movement movement. Sorry, that we're trying to to fix that in the, in the country. 
I see. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, I think um, ha- having that movement will definitely help um, the kids get more physical education. I mean, if education is taking hours from physical education, I think, you know, not just getting more hours, but, you know, take those hours back for the kids. You know, that's the thing. So, yeah, Enrique, thank you so much today. Is there anything else you want to tell the audience or perhaps any um, maybe uh, any message to um, coaches who are interested in coaching for basketball or any players who are interested in playing um, professional? Is there anything you want to tell them? Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, I want to thank you for this. This opportunity. Uh, 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 I want to thank you for this. Actually, it was really, really fun. And, and I'm glad to finally meet you, you know. We've been in touch and, um, and on message. Yeah. That, but I, I, this really, it's really nice to, see, to finally see you in person. Mm-hmm. Not in person, well, but I mean, I can, I can see you now. And uh, I would like to, well, just tell the coach, the coach, remember, remind the coach that develop, developing kids is, is not easy. It's not easy. And we got to be prepared every time. You know, I read a lot. I try to read a lot. I'm not the best basketball coach or the best developer in, in, in my country, but I'm trying to get better every day. You know, and uh, I love that. I, I've been asking to to coach professionally here in Mexico, and I don't want to do that right now because I'm not ready. You know, so we gotta, we gotta, we have, we have to be very honest and see where we are right now. And right now, my my basketball coach, my coaching philosophy is to try to teach kids right now, and that's that's my passion right now. So I mean, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for this opportunity, and and, and well, hopefully we can we can meet some other time been great yeah mm-hmm. thank you enrique <laughs> if i'm ever visiting mexico I'll definitely go meet you in person actually it's gonna be great it's gonna be great thank you mm-hmm. thank you all right